Good morning, listeners. This is KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. I hope you're having a good morning, wherever that may be. Quarantine is still tough, still going on, but hopefully today's interview of Office Hours, the host hosted by myself, today Ingrid Allen, and on other weeks, Sabelle Collar, is fun and informative. I was very excited to welcome Jenna Morehouse to the program. Jenna is a fellow film student at UCI and an advocate and a participant of the Digifilm minor. She told me all about the very competitive minor and what future applicants can expect in the program. The opinions and views expressed in this program do not reflect those of KUCI, its management, or the UC Board of Regents. To find out more about this talk show or other talk shows broadcasting on KUCI, log on to our website at KUCI.org or check out the latest program guide. Hi, Jenna. Thanks so much for being on the show. And how is it going? Hello. Thanks for having me. Uh, It's going as good as it can go. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, quarantine can be pretty tough on all of us. Uh So without further ado, let's jump right into talking about Digifilm at UCI. So I wanted to know first things first, when did you first apply to the program and when were you accepted? Um, I first applied to the Digifilm program when I was in my fall quarter of my junior year. And at first I didn't get in, um, supposedly due to the fact that they didn't have enough space. Um, whether or not that's true or not, I'm going to assume it's true because that's what they told me. So they didn't have (laughs) enough space, um, the first time around, which they are limited. They only let in a certain amount of people every year, um, due to how much, how little funding they have for the program. So it is very competitive getting in. I got in... I got officially accepted to the program when I reapplied in the spring of that same junior year. So, um, two quarters later, if you're speaking about that year. Um, so I was able to take classes that this past summer, so the summer directly following my application. So you did, uh, you did apply a total of two times. Yes, I applied, I, I had to apply twice. And so you're, we can say you're an expert on the application process, or did it change from each time? Um, the application process was completely the same, from what I remember. Yeah, I believe it, is com- it was completely the same both times. I don't know if it has changed since, but from what I know, it should be similar, if not the same. So that's very encouraging to people who might apply as a freshman or a uh-huh. sophomore and not get in. They know that if they keep trying, there's always that possibility. Yeah, I definitely encourage people to, if, especially if you're an underclassman, like a freshman or a sophomore, like definitely try more than once. I know various other students who applied more than one time and eventually got in. Sometimes it is for the fact that you, they don't have enough room. And then for other circumstances, it just might be that you haven't found, um, your niche in the fact that you have to be very expressive in the way that you speak about your passions and why you want to do it because for the application you're sending in a video message of yourself in like I think it's three minutes or something or less it might be one whole minute I'm not sure describing why you think you should be in the program, what you're passionate about, why you want to make films, all of this. So you have to be compact and quick with it. So you can't be like, oh, very flowy and like, oh, I don't know. I just want to learn. Like, you need to be like, this is what I'm doing. 
this is why I'm doing it. This is what I'm going to put in work for because it is a lot of work. Like it's more work than any class I've ever had to take because you're doing a lot of outside hours than a normal class will take. Mm-hmm. And so the another positive thing with the application or the program is that it the application is open to all majors across UCI. Mm-hmm. So it's not just even though you are of FMS or you know for those who don't know FMS stands for film and media studies, you're a film major within UCI, a lot of your peers in your class are going to come from different majors. Is mm-hmm. that the case? Yeah, there like there is definitely a good amount of us who are both FMS and Digifilm minors. However, there are a good amount of people who are like um, sociology or social ecology, especially since the Digifilm minor has a great program, like a sister program with the School of Social Ecology. And they send students who are advanced enough on like professional trips where they will go abroad and take equipment and make documentary series. And that's incredible. It's wonderful that they have that at all. And so we get a lot of people, I think, that are interested in social ecology, but then also interested in filmmaking. And that's where that gap bridges. But it is open to all minors, open to all fields and all majors to minor in that. Oh. You don't have to be a filmmaker. Yeah. Oh, I had no idea about the partnership program yeah. with social ecology. That Does that require any other application or any sort of process to get involved in that? Or is that automatically an opportunity within the Digifilm program? Um, I personally don't know what the application takes or if there definitely is one. I know that you have to be of a certain caliber of like um standing standing in the program like you can't just like come right in and be like oh I'm gonna do it you have to have like been through a certain amount of the classes like you have to be um they basically you're you're being sent to a rural area in a rural country where um anything could happen without a teacher you're not getting a professor or a faculty member coming with you oh wow you are on your own with a team over there that has nothing to do with digifilm whatsoever oh, you're with okay. the social ecology team and you are there representing digifilm oh. so they're sending you with thousands of dollars of equipment and you have to be able to know whether or not something's gone wrong whether something is going to work or not work so so you have to be Mm, like responsible mm-hmm. and they yeah. have to know you're responsible yeah and you sort of have to prove that yeah with it in the program so could you walk me through um an average class in the with but i'm gonna start over can you walk me through an average day in um maybe one of the classes you took just so that people are hearing all about this program and the different opportunities and they're like well what is an actual class like mm-hmm. and would i be suitable for that, for that? well they are all very different in a sense there are of course like similarities but it really depends on which ones you're taking but a basic one that everyone has to take is the 81 series so for 81a which is the very beginning class this very first digital class I took you are basic it's a very small class so you have like I think max is like 20 people and you are on a sound stage with a lot of like Um, studio-grade equipment is real studio stuff that you would normally use on a set. Um, And as you progress through the quarter, it is different almost every day. Like, you start off and you 
go through drills on how you sl- go from slating to being an AD to being a director to being a producer. Like, what are all of your jobs? What do you do as a first AC? What do you do as a second AC? What do you do as a gaffer, a grip? It's basically teaching you all of these mechanics. So one day you are doing a workshop where everyone is switching places and everyone has to slate, everyone has to call set as an AD, everyone has to be director, and you're switching positions so no one's shy anymore. It really throws you right into the deep water and is like, all right, you you have to swim now. It's like a boot camp. In yeah, a it's good, like boot camp. It's not a traditional um, paper test kind of class where no. you have PowerPoints and you have readings and you have any sort of, like, Scantron test. Well, you still have a reading. Mm-hmm. So you're doing all that on top of having reading. You also have a midterm that is paper, but it's also you doing things. So, mm-hmm. like, for instance, in 81A, you have to know all these assortments of knots like rope knots. Oh wow. Because you have to know how to tie like a bowline something or mm-hmm. a trucker's hitch to this because you might have to attach like something to a C stand to something else. And so you're constantly like you're basically being trained on how to be a gaffer or a grip. And so when you take your midterm, you have to identify a ton of different things mm-hmm. and like do a lot of hands on activities so that they can see like and evaluate whether or not you're actually learning these things and it's sticking in your brain because that's the only way you're going to progress forward Mm -hmm. so it sounds like the minor you know despite being a minor it really prepares people for the production side of the film industry yeah definitely like that like i think that is the whole point is to work from bottom up to get you to understand like not the not the gaffers or grips or bottom people or jobs or anything but to get you to understand those jobs when most film programs will teach you how to be a director or cinematographer first Mm -hmm. or something and maybe you don't learn as much about being a gaffer group but it makes you appreciate being on a set and even if you are in a position like that you know exactly what's happening to you all around and you're not confused which is good so would what skills would you say or experiences from the program would you say have really helped you in your like creative projects um I think what it gave me because Digifilm was the first place that I directed my first film. Oh, ever? Ever. I I mean like I directed a docu- a very small documentary, but it was kind of just me like high school band. Mm-hmm. I would just go out and get some shots. But then coming into Digifilm, I got the opportunity to film to direct our final and so I feel like what Digifilm really gives you is, like... The strong skills. It gives you strong skills, but it also gives you confidence. Because you'll go into the class and you'll be like, I don't know what's going on. Like, I'm so scared. Like, I'm scared that... It's intimidating. Yeah, it's intimidating because, like, the professor is intimidating, but it's also just... you you're being thrown in and if you don't know anything about all of these things like you're asked to perform and know all of them very very fast and so when you put a lot of work into it you get a ton back so you put all of your work in and then you get confidence back like 
I didn't know any of these things before I came in. I was coming in, like, fresh-faced and, like, I barely know anything about all of these things. Please teach me, a wise one. And so when I was getting all this information, I took it upon myself to be like, okay, we're going to commit all of this as well as possible to memory and do my best. And in the end of it, I'm a much more confident filmmaker. Like, I felt like I could come into my fall quarter of senior year and direct two films at the same time. I was directing two and crewing all of them, and I felt like I could stand up to the plate and do that, whereas if I didn't have those classes over the summer, I don't think I would have been able to do that. All right, listeners, we took a little break, but we're back, and I have more questions with Jenna Morehouse. She is a fellow film student at UC Irvine, and today we have been talking all about the Digifilm minor. So... You just heard Jenna sing her praises for the Digifilm minor, and I was just wondering, with all the major difficulties of the past year with funding and possible dissolution, how, if Jenna could share any thoughts behind that. Um, it's, it became a very complicated matter very quickly, and I don't think that it happened... I don't think that administration went around it the right way. Um, the reveal that Digifilm the Minor would possibly be defunded happened on the opening night where we were meant to all, or where the program was meant to be um, displaying their like, oh, this is what we're about. This is why you should apply to all of the newcomers and like possible freshmen. It was literally, I think, week one or week zero. And then an administrator came out and said, like, oh, um, the program might be defunded. And we were all like, um, what do you mean, sir? That doesn't make any sense. Like, <laughs> oh, why no. are you flipping it on us so quickly? Like, we're, everyone was shocked. And, I mean, I haven't been in the program very long. And I think, I mean, even people who have been in it for four years now and are graduating seniors who have been in it since their very freshman year were also very shocked. And they have much further a connection to it than I do and they were like uh how did this happen so it felt like a slap in the face yeah quite literally it felt like being dunked into freezing cold water when you felt like you were swimming in a beach and yeah. you're like oh this is so lovely and then yeah. suddenly you're just like oh, no. where are we because um, we could explain a little bit that defunding means that without funding of a minor program the program doesn't exist yeah so it's basically a cancellation of yeah. the program and especially because um Digifilm require it's not like a regular minor where it's like funding goes into just paying the professors and their hours or TAs or something. You're funding the ability to use a studio space and use very ex expensive equipment and also keep that expensive equipment um, well maintained. Because as more people use it, it'll wear and such and such. And so it's it takes a lot of money to keep it running the way it is. And so what came after the reveal that it was possibly being defunded, everyone was quite upset. There was a lot of protest and a lot of um, people rallying together to try and make it so that administration would see that this program is so well-loved and it is such a small pocket of UCI, but in the best way. Like, it should be much bigger than it is. And something that should be said is that there is a difference between the digital filmmaking minor, and the film and media studies major. Mm -hmm. And... I mean, they're in two different completely schools. Yeah. One is... Uh, FMS is in the School of Humanities, and digital filmmaking is a minor in School of the Arts, correct? Yeah. 
Yeah. And so what that means is there is a very clear divide there. One is based on a humanitarian, like, humanities-based scholarly research type of situation. (laughs) And the other is more based on, like, studio art. Why is film art? Why are we making films? How does that draw on an artist's perspective? Not that the FMS major does not also attribute itself to artists. It does, but it's a little bit differently focused. And so one of the main concerns that came up when speaking to administrators later on when we were, when those who were on the board for Digifilm Society, which is a student-run board within Digifilm, um, they were the main ones trying to get things back onto track and back folk, like being funded and talking mainly to They were the main advocates. Yeah, they were the they were the voices of the students. Mm-hmm. So, one thing that administrators brought up and they had a whole open vo- like open mic night where people could voice their concerns about it. And you attended this? I attended this. And um uh and can you give us a time frame like this happened in fall of 2019? Oh, yeah, this this happened fall this happened fall of 2019. Mm-hmm. So the first meeting was week 1. Um things happened progressively over the next I think 2 to 3 weeks and then by week 3 or 4 was when we had the open mic night I think. So we're in late October. Yeah, late October. Um and at this point everyone's kind of like we don't know what's going to happen. It's kind of left up out of our hands. And it is the chancellors who really kind of I think set the tone on the fact that like they don't really think that digital filmmaking is an art. Yeah. I could be wrong in saying this, but that was what I got from both the meetings and from what information I got from various other people mm-hmm. was that they didn't feel like digital filmmaking was an art that was worthwhile keeping. What Were they thinking that in terms of like not being worthwhile keeping as an art form for the School of the Arts and moving to a different school or just not necessary to any sort of college education? They, one of the things that they brought up was that they felt like, um, I mean, the main reason why everything was crumbling was because there wasn't funding. Funding comes from students' tuition. If you are a minor, all the students in that minor, their funding doesn't go towards that minor. Mm Mm-hmm. Your tuition as a student goes towards whatever your major is. Right. And so if you have a bunch of people who are in different different majors that aren't the School of the Arts, Mm -hmm. they felt like they didn't have the allotted funds to be putting in money towards Digifilm. And so they were like, oh, we are looking into possibly moving this to the School of Humanities and changing the name. It, yeah, that is fair to say. Because it was basically a bet of... We either changed the name and appealed to this new campaign that would only take Digifilm if it was under these new restrictions, in a way, or we just accept the fate that it's defunded, possibly, or we fight and hope that we can keep it the same way. And so this is where my knowledge starts to dip out because there hasn't been a lot of news updating me. Um, In that open mic night, various people of various different... um, backgrounds all like brought forward their stories many people were international students and surprisingly that it was surprising to me I should say that our small program had such a strong voice in other countries 
because there were a lot of international students who said that one of the main reasons they chose UCI was because of the digital filmmaking program. It is very unique to UCI, and it's very unique to the fact that we have a film and media studies major, but then we have a digital filmmaking minor, and that's something that doesn't often happen in universities. And one of the main things they wanted to talk, wanted to discuss, was making the minor a major. Mm-hmm. And so that kind was, of the complete opposite of yeah. the struggle with, or the uncertainty with, oh, this minor might disappear, it mm-hmm. might be in its last days, to people saying, hey, we've wanted to make this a major all along. Yeah, there was. Uh, when we had that first meeting and the administrator came forward, many people were whispering in the crowd of like, oh, it's going to be an announcement about it being a major. And so everyone was like excited and gossipy and they were oh, like, no. oh, well, this is this is the moment when they say like we have decided to put this forward as a major. And it was like literally a 360 turnaround. Oh, of wow. like Absolutely not. It's actually going to be defunded. And that was the break. Yeah. And it felt even worse. So, so going yeah. forward, that's what it kind of was. Oh, no. It sounds like there's a running theme with the administrators and the students being on different pages. Yeah, definitely. Um, but you said this yeah. is where your knowledge kind of goes off a little bit. And to wrap up um, this whole saga... There was a happy ending. Mm-hmm. The minor is back with new funding from yeah. the School of the Arts. Yeah, it uh-huh. has funding for, I think, the next two years. Which is pretty short. Yeah. Uh, two academic years can go by really quickly. However, there is a glimmer of hope. At that um, open mic night meeting, or it might have been a different meeting, they blur together, I think. <laughs> um, they presented a campaign to try and get money from that two mil- $2 billion Brilliant Future campaign that was something created by Brian Jackson, mm-hmm. who was one of the top people in Digifilm. Mm-hmm. And it appealed more to what Digifilm is at a heart, which is about diverse stories and diverse people creating mm-hmm. um, media and films mm-hmm. and creating young digital filmmaking people to bring into society and create new mm-hmm. stories because it go um just to interject a little bit here uci is known very much as a stem school we have mm-hmm. very strong programs in stem in um bio sci is the major that's always very hard to get into mm-hmm. um do you see digital filmmaking as a key part of um well, we do. Well, I would say that UCI also does have strong programs in dance and musical theater. Would you say that um, the digital filmmaking program is also a key part of making the school sort of competitive for like arts and technologies that are really, really prevalent in the job force today? I yeah, I would definitely say so. Especially because, not to completely downgrade. The, film and media studies as a major. I mean, we're both majors in this We program. are both, yeah. Um, so I feel like I have a good understanding of both the major and the minor. And while the major is wonderful and for all its reasons, it does have, it does have its downfalls. And one of the things that the minor really like soars in is that it truly understands that they are preparing filmmakers for the modern world. Yeah, it sounds like a very unique program, and it sounds like a program that's very of the times, very current, and actually um, offers 
filmmaking as a potential career, like a, a start in the potential career where it doesn't seem so far off because, you know, as a film major, some, I think a lot of other film majors or people in just the art field in general can relate to things feeling very distant and far off and, and something you dream about, not necessarily something that can be entered into so immediately, but mm -hmm. there are digital film, uh, there are d individuals in the digital film minor program who have um, had real career opportunities. Could you tell us about where people could check out work from the digital filmmaking program if they wanted to? Um, I believe that on the website, digital filmmaking at UCI, or yeah, at uci.com, um, it will have features of its work for previous students and it will have more information on the social ecology projects and stuff like that. That's really cool. So um, switching it up for a bit, can uh, there, <laughs> the, okay, I'm just gonna edit this out. Um, how do I phrase this? Um, so with, this, with the program going through a lot of changes this year, the future might look very, very different for the program. Mm -hmm. what, what, what are your, some, you're a graduating senior, but looking back, what are some of your predictions for the future of the program? Um, well, I, I hope that it becomes a major, quite frankly. Like, I think, personally, to have it be a major would make us stand out compared to other film schools. Mm -hmm. um, because then you would have two different walks of life in the film world. You would have the humanitarian, like, humanities studies type of um, historical version of studying, mm -hmm. and then you had the more practical, art-based, like, studio version. And people have said, many students have said that they would double major if it came down to it, because both of them combined have a certain harmony in that you get what it's like to be a director in film theory and all of that, and then you get practical use of what it's like to be on a set and what it's like to, like, use yeah. a C-stand and blah, blah, blah. And so they work well combined, and honestly, I think that the best way to go about it for the art school... Um, is to make Digifilm a major. Mm -hmm. It will make them stand out as an art school. Mm -hmm. It will make UCI stand out as a school in general yes. because it will be the only UC, as far as my knowledge, that will be able to really rival like UCLA, first of all, with its mm -hmm. film school. And then I think the only one that's up there to compete with it is Santa Barbara. UC Santa Barbara mm -hmm. has, a has a pretty good film school. And so to have seeing administrators be kind of complacent and be like oh well it doesn't really make sense to have two it's kind of like why not be different why you're not? hearing yeah. from your students that it makes sense to have mm -hmm. both they're the ones through the project mm -hmm. through the program not you you are seeing it from an outside perspective so i think that you will be creating very interesting dynamic students who will then turn into dynamic filmmakers dynamic alumni. and alumni who will be leaving your program if you have those two options because they'll either be in one or the other or they will be in them combined and that will be even better so it's either that to me or they keep it as a minor and keep funding it and definitely find the money after yeah. two years yeah so with all the administrative missteps, let's take a switcheroo to the positive switcheroo. aspects 
or the positive leadership of the program. Do you have, um, can you speak on the leadership of the program? You mentioned a person named Brian Jackson mm-hmm. and um, how the program is really built on the back of lectures. Can you elaborate more on that? Mm-hmm. Um, well, it, the program is quite frankly like held together by Brian Jackson's work. The from what I understand, he's not a full time faculty. He is not a full time faculty, and so when it came down to cutting things, Brian Jackson was one of the people that was going to leave, because he was one of the people that would have been cut. He doesn't have, he doesn't have tenure or something along or, those lines because he isn't a full time faculty, um, and the program is kind of run. So with the program being on the chopping blocks, there's, the it's not just saying goodbye to the program, but for a lot of students, it's kind of, um, it for a lot of students in the past, it would have been unfortunate to say goodbye to this professor, this teacher who's been so influential on so many students. I mean, and a, a perfect example is that for our 81B production final or midterm, either one, like we were spending hours and hours after class. Our class time was only three hours and we would end up spending six plus hours after class working on a set that looked exactly like a dorm room and so we were painting and building and doing all these things and he had a vision for it and he knew exactly what was going to happen with it and he guided us in a sense and I feel like people can he can be argumentative or a certain way or Mm -hmm. come off abrasive but he genuinely yeah he's a large personality but he generally cares about what this program is and the heart of it and he puts in a great deal of time to make it worthwhile to be in it so that's a wonderful shout out to brian jackson um the not necessarily the director of the digi filmmaking program Mm -hmm. but he is a key professor there so definitely um, if you are interested in the program be sure to write down the name brian Jackson. so listeners if you'd like to reach out to um, my guest today jenna morehouse for any further questions about the digital filmmaking program, she's totally open to that. Uh, her Instagram is at J E N E period V I E period E V V. Okay, I'm just gonna let Jenna, <laughs> I'm just gonna let Jenna jump in here with her Instagram. It's a bit complicated with all this punctuation, but she knows it better than I do. Um, my Instagram handle is at J E N E period V I E period V E. Yep, you heard it straight from her. And with that, and uh, with that, we're gonna be wrapping up the show. But definitely be sure to check out her Instagram for the work that she's produced in the program, as long as her own personal creative work. She's an amazing photographer. We didn't get to talk that much about that today, but. Definitely a lot of the folks in the digital filmmaking program know what they're doing. They are active on social media. They've got a great portfolio online. And be sure to check out more about the digital filmmaking program on their website. All being said, we hope that you found it valuable to hear the perspective of an actual Digifilm student. And that's that. Thanks for being on the show, Jenna. Thanks for having me. Out of this town